All right. Welcome back, everyone, to our 50th uh, oh. season three episode. Damn. I should cool. order like dessert, special dessert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hard to believe it's been a year and a half, I think, since we started this campaign, thereabouts. Yeah. Wow. So we got 19 more, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that true? 19 more years? Oh, no, 19 more. Ah, the oh, nice right. number. The nice number. Yeah, I got you. Um, nice. <laughs> oh, my God. You're now I'm curious. You spin it and spin it, and it's always the same. <laughs> uh, now I'm curious what uh, that episode was for 69 for campaign one. Um, oh, that was the one where uh, it was the session after you guys fought the Baylor. And y'all were like, we're going to go our separate ways for a bit. It was an <laughs> emotional, emotional, <laughs> nice episode. Well, all right. So now with that important preamble out of the way, what happened last time? So you all were sent to Spazia, more specifically to the city of Corander, uh, to meet up with Lanith, a... Uh, bard slash planar explorer uh, who has agreed to take you all to the astral sea to rescue Nithis, who has been held hostage there by some distant relations. Uh, unfortunately, before you could bounce over to the astral sea, Laneth discovered that her gauntlet that let, allows her to uh, planar shift has been stolen after some amount of investigation the best you can figure out is that something of devilish origins has taken it. Uh, with no further leads left to go, you all decided to go check out this contact that Laneth knows, a fence known as the Antiquarian. The Antiquarian lives in an old lighthouse two days uh, outside of Corander. So you all began your journey uh, having an eventful, uneventful first day. And then running into a very uh, big storm. Tentacle monster. Big storm. A big storm. Uh, a wall of water, I guess, is kind of maybe the way I wanted to put that. Um, uh, where you ended up taking shelter with uh, a friendly merchant and her two guards uh, who invited you all to share their sheltered camp. Uh, so you spend some time there getting to know uh, Best Drake, the merchant, uh, and her two guards, Wendy and Alita. Uh, however, as night fell, you saw two shapes approaching the fire, which Bess recognized as people she'd passed on the road earlier. But they were completely unresponsive. And as they got closer, it became obvious that they weren't alive. Unfortunately, uh, some invis something invisible shot through Alita, lifted her into the air, and immediately reanimated her into a zombie. She turned and joined the fight against you all, uh, now a puppet of this invisible creature. You all were able to make out through the rain and through some creative use of magic, uh, the shape of parts of this creature, long tentacles uh, coming up a cliff face from the ocean. You fought off the tentacles uh, and the creature, whatever it was, you never did get a good look at it, retreated back into the briny depths from which it came. Having finished the fight, Brinley 
rushed over and revivified Alita, spending a 300 gold piece diamond in the process selflessly. Uh, but I next... made money on it, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, made money on that bit of charity. <laughs> uh, the next day, before the you all parted ways with Bess, Wendy, and Alita, uh, Bess uh, subtly went up to Brindley and gave her a coin pouch with five hundred gold pieces worth of coins in it, uh, thanking her for revivifying Alita, even though you know she was under no obligation to do so. Wait, did she? <laughs> did you give a revivify and got a resurrection? that the equivalent exchange pretty much 500 gold diamond is what it or 500 gold, yeah um so <laughs> uh you all um headed out after giving the uh falling fallen people a proper burial you'll headed out uh along the way uh recovering a pair of mail sacks uh from these fallen messengers uh that were that they were taking to the next city over so with that it is the third of bright it is a king's day the air is salty and humid from the ocean uh, as you all are walking along the coast on a seasonably warm day. Um, what is the, uh, after, the, after the events of the previous evening and morning, what is sort of the um, timber of the group right now? What are, how are you all, what are you all doing on the road as you, as you plod along? Uh, what season is it? Is it, uh, it is, I, I believe, late summer. Late summer. Okay. Idiot is being very vigilant, mm -hmm. knowing that there's some manner of invisible monstrosity prowling along this uh, road. Mm -hmm. Pretty unsettling. And if we pass anyone on the road, he's going to warn them about it. Great. Mm -hmm. I think um, I will be a little bit more focused than I was the day before, so no dicking around the instrument, just uh, <clears throat> you know, watching. Mm -hmm. Being cautious. Have I traveled this road often? Yeah, yeah, this is a this is a pretty familiar road to you. And no, nothing like that has ever happened any of the times you've traveled the road. <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure to mention that that um, I, I do travel this road on a pretty frequent, like on a regular basis. And have never ever run into anything like this. Yeah, yeah. This uh, this is the road between um, Corander and Trevelane, which is the next city over. Uh, which uh, and it, while obviously it's not like bustling, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, because you know the roads are still pretty dangerous. Uh, it is uh, you know, it is a pretty well trod well trod path. So. Mm -hmm. What about you, Brindley? Uh, I mean, I'll just uh, make small talk, which Caitlin isn't great at mm -hmm. in the comfort of her own home. <laughs> and, you know, just mm -hmm. chitty chat stuff. I'll ask about past adventures, that sort of thing. Sorry, I, I can't give you more role play. Nope. I, I don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> it's literally just going to be mindless chatter. What about you, Brindley? Uh, hmm. I was curious about this creature, but I don't have anything like subtle. Do I? We, have we, ha, we had a whole night's rest, right? 
yes. All right. And we're on a cliff. Oh yeah, if you, if you haven't already hit the long rest button. Yeah, this this road uh, kind of winds like kind of like as close as like five feet away from the cliff to as far as like 30 or 40 feet away, but it follows it pretty closely. Um, you got some Vendruity to do? Yes. Are there any like seagulls or albatross or any sort of animals, birds that spend a lot of time above and on the water around? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, you see some gulls and uh, and things like that. I'm just gonna call it right now. Chris is gonna go back and read the entire druid class one more time after Brinley does whatever she's about to do. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nothing fancy. Uh, I'm gonna cast speak with animals, mm-hmm. and I'm going to approach. I guess some of the seagull flock. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, just trying to say hello. Uh, a uh, a goal uh, kind of it is um, curiosity peak flies over and just says, "Hey." <laughs> I was wondering, do you spend a lot of time sort of around this area? Yeah. Have you ever seen anything in the water that has big tentacles and maybe kills people? Squid. All right. Um, Have you seen it recently? No. Okay. Um, fish, fish yesterday, fish, fish, <laughs> fish. <laughs> Do I have any snacks? No. You have snacks. I don't know if you have any fish. <laughs> oh, no. Does it scare away the fish when it's around? Cocks its skull head for a second. Is it hard to find food? No. Okay. Fish float. Fish do float when they're dead. Does it kill the fish? What? What? I don't know. Just, I just, uh, for you guys, uh, Brindley's not speaking in like human voice, but it's getting increasingly a little frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, well, thank you. Why? Because it's bad and scary, and we want to avoid it and know more about it. Fly. Fly. You can fly. It flaps its wings and flies away. Okay, bye, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs>
that's hilarious. Mind me never to talk to dumb birds again. <laughs> Only smart birds. I was gonna ask if they were smart birds, but they're definitely smart birds here. This is like a tropical island, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there's definitely like parrots and stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Parrots are very smart. And don't forget, you guys saw like a bajillion owls yesterday. Yeah. Owls? <laughs> yes. Every time 88 was on rest, he'd see owls doing things. <laughs> It was just a little running joke from last session. <laughs> How yeah, I remember it. <laughs> I remember it. I completely missed that. I have no idea what you're talking about. My bad. Yeah, when you ever, one day when you go back and listen to the session, you're like, oh yeah, those fucking hells that Chris is talking about. <laughs> um, so you uh, don't get a lot from that goal, unfortunately. Not no. A, not very bright, not really cognizant of what's of the <laughs> socio-political environment of the coastline. <sighs> Good try. We're going to keep an eye out for anything smarter as we walk, just in case it jumps out. No, it doesn't jump out. In case you see one out. bird wearing a hat with a pipe sticking out of its mouth. <laughs> Unless I'm a douche rat, I'm not going to talk to that bird. <laughs> it was like the 1% of birds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, roll me, um, let's just call it a nature check. <laughs> Why not? Let's see where that goes. 14. <laughs> Um, yeah, you don't have a lot of luck. It's mainly goals here and fish in the water, but mm-hmm. you, you but would the probably water's far away. The water is yeah. far away and down and fish are not bright either. Usually. No. That's not like dolphins or something. Yeah. I was going to say, unless you find a, a bigger fish, they're definitely going to be dumber than, <laughs> than birds. <clears throat> All right. I'll walk in chats as people chat with me. Mm-hmm. Think about that bird. No, I'm, just I'm surprised you didn't just shoot a spell at it. Out <laughs> <laughs> of misery. Uh, all right. So you all uh, keep walking. Uh, after around midday, uh, you hear the sounds of horse uh, horse clops ahead, uh, and you see uh, coming around a bend in the. Uh, and the path is a, a person on the horseback wearing what looks to be like a kind of a, a officious outfit. Officious? Yes, as if, as in like. As a, if he's like a messenger. Yeah. Hello. Uh, he uh, just nods and tips his hat towards you as he clops by. Do I like recognize his insignia or anything? Uh, yeah, this is, um, they're, they're wearing the uh, royal insignia of the Unified Nations, so probably somebody on government business. Okay, well, I'll flag him down then. <clears throat> he uh, pulls the uh, horse uh, rein to a stop. He's a, a tall uh, human, uh, kind of broad shoulders, uh, tan skin. Uh, he takes his cap off and he doesn't have a lick of hair in his head. He says, uh, 
do you need something? Oh, I just wanted to let you know that we were just coming from Corander and we we're attacked by um, a zombie making squid. Giant sea creature. What? A zombie making squid? Yeah. A, a, a giant sea creature squid that makes zombies. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, we found some dead uh, postal carriers. Idiot, you want to pull out the bags and show them to them? Where can we drop these off? He um, says, you can, uh, you can put them here on my horse. Uh, I'll take them back. Well, these uh, are supposed to go to Trevelane, aren't they? Are you going to Trevelane? Yeah, well, I'm asking. Yeah, that's where they're supposed to go. Yeah, Yeah. so we'll keep these because we're going to Trevelane because he's going to Corander, right? You're not going to make it to Trevelane. You're... The lighthouse is between Corander and Trevelane. Uh, oh, my bad. Thank you. Can I inside check him to see that he's not up to no good? Mm-hmm. He, uh, Ooh, thank you. he suddenly wipes the blood off his blade as he puts his dagger back and then she... <laughs> No, he's he, he's got he's a guy doing his job in a very scary world. <laughs> um, uh, he says uh, he says well he says thanks for the report. Um, that is certainly troubling. Mm-hmm. I uh, give him directions basically to where we buried the bodies in case he gets there and like they have families and stuff and we just buried them they probably do they, pro- they, they probably do have families and stuff uh he says okay well can so you give me not, like missing forever <laughs> can you give me a description of the monster so that i can report it to the university giant tentacles and that's all we saw i i actually can try to i'll try to play my um Probably won't go very well, but I will try to play my violin of illusions and create an image of it. Oh, of it. Roll me a perform check. Hopefully, the practice would have paid off. Ooh, twenty-two. All right, so uh, you you concoct a a pretty reasonable illusionary facsimile of it. Um, so uh, he says, that is terrifying. It was also invisible. So I wouldn't sleep anywhere near a cliff anytime soon. It came along with the wall of water. Like the, the rain was excessive. Big storm. <clears throat> ah, yes, that storm yesterday was quite bad. That was the monster. He says, cool, 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 cool. Um, <laughs> well, I will avoid the rain. <laughs> Not easy to do, but. And stay away from the cliff on this cliffside road back. Yep. Oh, I need to do a job. Well, thank you, citizens. <laughs> thank you. Good luck. Uh, and thanks Bye. for the, thanks for the directions to those bodies. I'm I'm sure their family would like to know. I thought so, maybe too. Bye. Uh, he says anything you anything um. Did you uh, get their names, perhaps, or anything like that? Did they have like their names emblazoned on the satchels? No. Like. 
postmaster or so and so. Does it say which post office they came from? No, they're just they're just um, kind of unmarked bags. But uh, uh, is there a stamp on the letter? <laughs> mm. He says, "I'm sure if we take these bags back, the postal service will be able to identify who's carrying them, notify their next of kin." Okie dokie. Is there anything going on down the road or is everything clear? Uh, he says, uh, as far as I can see, unless something's ambled in the way since then, it should be pretty clear. Sure. He says, uh, he says there was a dire bear. He says, uh, uh, two days ago, shortly after I left Trevelaine, he says, but I was able to avoid it. That's cool. All right. Yeah, pretty neat. It says cool until it gets close and then it becomes less cool. Fair enough. Fair enough. Lots of spines protruding from places spines ought not protrude. Well, I've said enough. They're so. protruding from their spine, though. So I guess it's better than anywhere else. That's fair. Well, safe travels. Thank you for the report. Thank you for the mail. Thank you for the directions. Thank you for the nightmares. I will be on my way. <laughs> Have, Have a good fun. day. Bye. He seemed nice. He seemed unsafe. dead. Did you say did? I said he did. Oh, it's like, whoa. <laughs> All right. Um, who's the uh, lead watch person? Is it still Aneth or is it 88? Like, watch? Oh, the person, or... like, kind of, you're, the, you're the official leader of this expedition, right, Lana? I yeah, because I kind of know where I'm going, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. like I've been here before. Just roll me a quick survival check with uh, advantage. <clears throat> survival. I thought you meant like lookout. Yes, yeah, I thought too. Yeah, yeah me too. Ooh, hopefully that advantage turns out better. Oh yeah, uh, nineteen. Ooh, are you back to rolling physically? No, I did that on the app. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't. Oh, there it is. All right. Uh, yeah, it did. It just, it was delayed for a second. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. So uh, yeah, the sun is setting uh, over the ocean um, uh, as you break through a clearing and see the lighthouse off in the distance. And I will wait a moment to be- finish describing it until Amanda gets back with her ice cream. Yeah, actually two seconds. I'll be BRB too. I'm just going to pause this for a sec. All right. Uh, the you guys break through the clearing. Uh, you guys break through the trees and see uh, on this long rocky outcropping uh, that juts out into the ocean uh, the sun setting behind this old weathered lighthouse. Uh, there is no light at the top of it, uh, and it hasn't been lit for as long as you can remember, Lana. Um, uh, and uh, the. Uh, Paint itself has flaked off over the years, leaving uh, the rest of the exposed metal to have a uh, kind of uh, kind of copper patina, uh, you know, a greenish greenish color. Um, a uh, at the at the base of it is a not too large, but just essentially like a house-sized building that it, the spire juts out of. Uh, Lanith, you would know that's the home of the antiquarian and also you know, probably historically where the lighthouse keeper lived. Uh, okay. 
Uh, it is currently low tide, so you are all are able. Uh, the uh, there's a a well, um, a large kind of land bridge uh, that connects out there to it. Mm. Okay, and I've never been here in person, right? Correct. Okay, and what time of day is it? Sunset. Have you ever met the antiquarian? No. Oh, okay. No, for sure not. I just know that she's a fence and dabbles in um, magical items. Magical items. I'm looking at my crock pot box and I was like, she dabbles in crack pot things? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, crack pot things is a good description. Of <laughs> I wondered. <laughs> is this someone that we should be like, like, very scared of or just someone to be cautious around it's really just someone she's a seller right like nobody goes anywhere near her because she's a weirdo right that's a good description <laughs> like when you described her to me it didn't seem like she was dangerous uh yeah she's a strange and unusual woman who collects strange and unusual goods mm-hmm. i mean as a group of weirdos i think we'll probably get along and despite the dangers of the wilderness, she's lived there for as long as most people can remember with no issues. So mm-hmm. she's probably at least somewhat dangerous. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that alone says a lot, the fact that she lives there by herself. Mm-hmm. Especially with a big giant tentacle invisible monster floating around. I mean, you know that's not like a daily thing, right? That's not Oh, I know, but she's been here forever, so <laughs> I'm just imagining you getting in there and they're just being an invisible woman with all these tentacles be like, oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fancy meeting you for the first time. <laughs> Welcome to my shop. Me? Oh, I've been here all week. I haven't left the house Oh, an attack up the coast. That's strange. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. But, um, uh, so, so what do you I- do? Um, so I've never met her. I, I don't know like a lot about her. Do you guys want to go ahead and go in now or do you want to stay out here and go in tomorrow? I don't I don't have any further advice on this. I mean, we can always go knock and see if she's home. Mm-hmm. I'll march right. up and knock on the door. All right. So you all, uh, yeah, there's um, some steps that go down the side of the cliff that appear ancient and carved in. <laughs> I'm just imagining this lady is like um, Betty White's character in Lake Placid. She just feeds a cow to the <laughs> to the Kraken every few days. Oh, I've, I've never seen that film. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> uh, I do love Betty White, though. She's a treasure. Uh, so you all um, head down these these kind of wet and slick steps. Uh, it's with the wind coming off the ocean. It's a little perilous, but uh, you all are able to take your time and make it down without issue. Um, and you make your way across these uh, these rocks and uh, uh, towards the lighthouse, which is on a. So it's all connected, but the lighthouse appears to be on sort of a lightly, slightly larger landmass. So it's kind of like rock bridge to like an island sort of thing jutting out there. Uh, you guys make it across uh, and find yourself in front of a large um, uh, 
ancient looking, but uh, wooden door. Uh, the wood itself is um, so smooth from age and salt uh, that it's practically white in color. Knock, knock. <laughs> <laughs> you hear um, some rustling around from the inside uh, before you hear the sound of mini locks unlocking. Uh, and then uh, the door opens up and a puff of multicolored smoke pours out of it with a strong patchouli-esque scent to it. I back up real fast. I don't want to inhale that. What is it? Uh, do you say that out loud? Sure. Uh, incense. What does that smell like? It smells like patchouli a little bit. You certainly know how to make a dramatic entrance. Well, are you going to come in or are you going to stand out there all day? A voice from inside. She is, uh, you just, you cannot see her, no. So she hasn't shown her face yet? She is not. All right, I'm going to turn around to you three and I'm going to say, all right, listen. I'm going to go in. You have to promise to save my life if I die. Would you like us to go in with you? Yeah, why don't we all just go in? Well, let's see what happens when one of us steps through the creepy ass door first. And then if everything's cool, then follow me. All right, I go in. <laughs> I follow. I follow. Why, why don't we make it to? Why don't we make? And it somehow to she's together? last through the door. <laughs> Bradley's good at that. We don't do caution. It's a good throwback to her. To her talking to her hag mother. <laughs> All right. So, do you go into Lanith? Just these three people just walked in, despite your. <laughs> do I hear any screams? No. You hear nothing. I'm about for no question. <laughs> All right. So the three of you that walk in find yourself in a smoke-filled uh, uh, kind of sitting room. Um, and uh, you hear a voice uh, land from inside say, are you coming or not? The door is about to shut. All right. I'll go in. All right. Um, as you go in uh, and the door shuts, uh, and you notice on the other side of it a mage hand that had been operating it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see um, this room that you're in, all the windows have been boarded up and it's dimly lit. Uh, as, you, as your eyes adjust to the darkness, I guess most of you have dark vision, don't you? You all are a bunch of seen in the dark motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as, you're, as, you, as you kind of focus through the smoke, it is very cloudy in here, very just filled with that sort of thick uh, incense-like smell. Uh, you just see the walls are just covered in knickknacks and uh, tchotchkes and various bits and bobs. Uh, the, um, what, you, what you'd first took to be furniture is just piles of like books and, uh, and uh, various like scrolls and what have you. This and is a very effective aesthetic. When is kind of bouncing up and down. You must have lots of stories. This place is just covered in stories. Um, uh, from a from a doorway uh, uh, 
on, so you're, you're at the front door and then you have another door that goes deeper into this, into this house, a, just a, uh, a face pops out, um, uh, and kind of shorter than you'd expect, perhaps not much higher than a dwarf, uh, but just the face. Uh, she says, the face itself through the haze you can kind of make out is old and wrinkled and uh, ancient looking. So what brings for such as yourself to my humble abode did she just chitter a little bit yeah <laughs> i mean it could be chittering it could just be old noises too so old people don't make chittering i don't know what you think old people are doing in any <laughs> version of this universe <laughs> my grandmother my grandmother would always almost always at the end of a sentence jiggle her dentures and it sounded exactly All right, like that's that. enough i'm eating considering <laughs> is not a thing that humans do um anyway um after a, a long moment of silence i'm gonna say um yeah you um you have a reputation for um many you- many reputations <laughs> uh-huh and so if something was stolen from me and I'm hoping to track it down. I am looking for um, someone who is or might employ a uh, devil type to steal things from the spire. Mm. Yes. Well, describe this object that you are missing. It's a planar gauntlet. Mm-hmm. She says, from the spire, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Or, or if you happen to have like a spare one laying around, we could just buy. <laughs> we can't fucking buy that, too. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Oh, you must have 100,000 gold pieces to buy such an item. So if you have this, yes, I could probably work out some sort of arrangement. What if we want to rent it for like 10 minutes? (laughs) 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 Yeah, you are a funny one. I like you. You are of hag ancestry, I see. Lucy. Yeah. She used to be blue. And I used to be young. Yeah, shit happens. (laughs) Ah, yes, it does. As they say, shit happens. Oh, uh, before we forget, um, there's a giant invisible tentacled monster like kind of doing stuff down the coast, so don't get eaten. Unless it's yours and your friends and I assure you he would it would find me the most unappetizing of meals. Could just make it a zombie too. She come out at all or is it the source? Still just her face. What does her face look like? 
old, wrinkled, ancient, uh, kind of large ears. Um, you're not quite sure. You can't really quite figure out what race she is. It's hard to tell other than old. Other than old, yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> Long, like, just kind of like stringy gray hair, just cascading, like, down the side of her. Um, she says, uh, you wish to reacquire this. Mm-hmm. Vehemently. Thank you. Mm-hmm. If necessary, violently. I want my stuff back. Give me time. Wait here. Thank you okay for your hospitality. Is it okay if I look at all your little knickknacks and things? They're very neat. You may look, but you may not touch. I figured that would be the uh, deal. I will know if anything has gone missing. Can I make sketches? All right, she, do you do what you wish with your own implements? <laughs> All right, she um, disappears back into the whatever room she's in. I will poke around. Being careful not to touch anything or steal anything. I was going to say, poke was probably the wrong adjective to use, don't you think? Have you just been told not to touch? Putter, look, uh, look. All right, um, what are you, like, there's books, scrolls, knickknacks on the walls, piles of stuff in the corner. What? I would look at um, the titles of books that I can see or, or the edge pieces and, and look at all the little knickknacks and see if any of them jump out at me as particularly cool. Um, uh, so a lot of the books um, you, you look at, uh, you don't recognize the script or what language they're in. Roll me a, um, or you, you can't understand, roll me a history check. <laughs> a six. Yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> uh, you just get, they just radiate ancient though. <laughs> If any of the knickknacks look like particularly well crafted, I'll point them out to eighty-eight. Ooh, look at that! One. Ooh, look at that! One. Ooh, look at that! One. What about you, Brindley? What do you do? Oh, also, I'm just trying to glance around and see what's anything of particular interest around. Anything in particular you're looking at? Just this just want to find something cool. Can I do a cool check? <laughs> uh, what about you, Lena? I'm going to stay because she came like through like a window or something. A doorway. Well, I'm going to just stand like a person's distance, like speaking distance mm. away from the door and just fidget. <laughs> 88. I'm looking at whatever Gwen is pointing out. <laughs> All right, um, Gwen and um, Brindley, both of you roll me perception checks. 22. <laughs> 15. Gwen, um, you find, uh, I'd say the most interesting thing you find as you're pointing things out to 88 uh, is on the wall, there is this um, ancient looking loot. Um, 
that is made uh, entirely of like a black um, uh, ebon wood. Um, and uh, as you as you pointed out to him, and you look at it closer, um, you uh, you recognize just faintly on it little dicks etched into it. Ah! <laughs> I scared the cats. <laughs> I kind of like, I kind of like grab onto um, um, 88's arm because I'm a little faint. That, that a holy looks, relic now? <laughs> that looks like calamity dicks. <laughs> calamity dick. In, oh no! In, in the story, in the stories, calamity made like a whole pallet of badger's ebon wood, covered in dicks. <laughs> and even if this is just an homage, that's so fucking cool. Mm. Can you imagine taking all the time to carve little dicks like that? It's pretty balls. <laughs> um, and uh, Brindley, uh, your like kind of just um, looking around uh, and you notice on the wall um, just hanging like with a collection of them, you see one dagger that has like a snake handle. Like the handle is like the hilt of it is like snakes. Uh, and there's just like a little green drop like uh, at the, suspended at the tip of it of liquid. I'm going to dagger blade. Look at it a little closer. Um, it's probably poison. Yeah, Does it smell poisony. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it smells poisony, is that what you said? I love it. Um, yeah, you take a look at it as you look closer. The the, the interestingly the um, the uh, poison drop it never drops. It just hangs there at the tip of it. Hey, um, check this out. It's just poison. Look at that. <laughs> is the is the poison hanging at the tip of the blade? Yeah, like like right at the just right at the tip where you'd stab somebody. There's just a little drip of poison just hanging there. Hmm, that's weird. It's magic. I wonder if she'd sell me the dick loot because she mm -hmm. does sell stuff, right? That's what she does, right? She sells stuff. Right. I gotta ask. I gotta, um, I gotta ask. That's what a fence does. Yep. <clears throat> I learned that playing Red Dead Redemption and also from life and knowing things. Life. <laughs> <laughs> um, after a moment, uh, you hear some rustling, and uh, Landon, since you're right there in front of the doorway, you see the, the face kind of poke out of like, like there's just so much like just like smoke in that other room. It's really hard to make out anything in there. You get the idea probably intentionally. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But through the smoke, you can just pick out like her face is down here, but there's like a big hump behind her. And you see like little, looks like little things sticking out of the hump. Uh, you just, you, it's just a brief bit of it before the smoke thickens. And Can I roll an insight for that? Insight? Well, well, insight's telling someone's like attitude. Like, 
like what are you what I are you trying to perception maybe just like if i recognize that sort of shape for a being that'd be nature let's say okay nature mm-hmm. nature um 22 no creature you can think of i mean it could just be a deformity mm-hmm. but yeah you've never yeah you don't know any creatures that are specifically hunched over like this. Um, mm-hmm. You can rule out troll. Trolls have a kind of a hunchback, but they're much taller and their heads don't come out. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Uh, almost as if responding to your puzzled look, uh, she says to the lot of you, "Any, hold on, I get the voice back." Anything you will see that is interesting? How much for the dick loop? <laughs> she looks at it and she says, uh, a priceless relic that is very old, oh. touched by the hands of a god. What are you willing to offer for it? <laughs> I really have anything. <laughs> can I can I play it just a little? No I touching. Probably, I, I can't afford to buy it, so no touching without the buying. Uh, I've only got a little over a thousand gold, and that's nowhere near enough. That does not sound interesting to me. I heave a big sigh. And let it go. She says, um, I know who has your gauntlet. Okay. She says, we shall now begin to barter for its return. Do they have it or do you have it? She says, I can ensure its return. Oh, I'm so mad. Sean is having flashbacks. <sighs> what? Before we bargain for this nebulous concept of you returning something to me, do you have it or do you just have the information of someone who has it? She says that information is part of the negotiation. I'm not just going to give that to you. (laughs) Don't like. Well, what do you think you can ask for then? What is it you have to offer? I'm not just going to blindly pay you for something that I don't even know that I'm getting. What do you think what you're selling is worth? No, what is it you wish... What is it you brought to me for exchange? Planets. Sometimes yes, you just gotta play along. Mm, <laughs> um, what did I bring to you in exchange? Yes. Nothing, because I just want a question answered. 
what do you want for the information that you have? And I am asking you, what can you provide me? Ten gold. If we're going to shoot in the dark, I'm not going to start high. <laughs> we could be at this all fucking day. <laughs> gold is of no importance to me. It has no value except what society places upon it. And I am not a member of your society. Chris, I don't know what the fuck you want. I don't know where to go. Like I seriously- No, no, it's meant to be, it's, it's meant to be a little opaque and frustrating. It's, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, mm. I don't have, I don't have an expectation of the one thing you need to say. Like, it's, okay. like, like this is meant to be a off-putting and bizarre encounter. It, it is all of that success. You rolled a twenty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll sing you a song. Ah, there, an offer, an actual offer to start with. You'll perform me a service, yes. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. I said I would sing a song, <laughs> not a service. That's a, very, a very different thing. A service that you would perform to me. I do not wish for a song, but perhaps, there, I, is, but perhaps there is service you could do for me. Oh, you'd have to be exhaustively detailed. For me to we could get something in exchange for you giving us the gauntlet. You what? What'd you, what'd you a say? Favor for a favor? No, God! <laughs> I hate that idea. Who knows what this crazy old coot would ask for? We don't have to agree to it. Yeah, we can. We can say no. We're just putting it out there as an option. Ugh. Go out into the woods and chop down a tree and bring me uh, art stone or I mean people ask for weird shit. Am I the only one who thinks this like out of character? This sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> we don't know what she wants yet. It's too early to say. Uh, we're the king of bad ideas. So me? I'm the king of bad ideas. We're, we're the king of bad ideas. Um All right, so if there were a service to be traded, it would have the service would have to be determined before I agreed to it. But as the beginning of negotiations, I can say it's on the table. I can't guarantee I'll just do anything you want. I ain't going to go about and kill people for you. You will know when the agreement has been made. The agreement will have been established and we will settle on it. Mm-hmm, okay. No fun if you don't know what you're getting into. Can we do a service for the dick loop too? She says, we can negotiate one transfer of items today. (laughs) When you come back, if you wish to transfer another, well, we can negotiate then. (laughs) What do I know about the way transactions go with this person. Like you've never heard of anybody like coming here and getting murdered or anything like that. Like she's strange, but like she has shit that nobody else has. And like people come out here for stuff all the time. 
okay. You're both fine. <laughs> okay. So it, 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 she's not like, oh, the old lady will make you go kill people. People disappear out here. Okay. You no. are too effective in your creepy lighthouse at the edge of society <laughs> for me. That's what happened here. That's what was happening. <clears throat> so, um, all right. Yes. Um, I, a service, a favor of some sort. She says, um, this gauntlet, it is worth much, yes. Yes. So in exchange, something of equal worth must be transferred. She says, do not worry. I've already got something picked out if you find it amenable. What is it? She says, um, only recently was the location made known to me. She says, high up in the Cartavian caldera, which, you know, uh, the uh, mountain in the center of Spazia is a volcanic island. And there's a mm -hmm. volcano in the center of it that is the uh, Mount Cartavia. Mm -hmm. um, uh, she says, uh, there is a violin built small for children's hands. Okay. She says it is known as the Kinderheart. The Kinderheart. Do I know what that is? <clears throat> Roll me a history check. Yes. History. Nope. 11. Um, never heard of it. Okay. She says, um, it has been lost for many years, but has recently been found. It is inside a tree. You don't have to know what the tree looks like or to have a friend who gets in next to it. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> <laughs> so funny um so it was found but no one's been able to get it yet she says it is it is in a difficult to reach place difficult to reach because the terrain is difficult or difficult to reach because everyone gets murdered before they get there i'm not opposed i'm just trying to clarify she says, uh, uh, the wilds are very, uh, very dangerous. Mm -hmm. She says, Cartavia Caldera, far away from civilization. I mean, what, it's probably like a four or five day journey from here? Uh, that's a great question. Because the lighthouse is what, a day and a half away? Uh, two days. <clears throat> Two days? Mm hmm. We backtrack in the two days, right? Yeah, it's about five or six days. And I mean, there's not really going to be a cut path, right? We're just going to have to go through wilderness. Mm hmm. Yeah. She says, I can give you something that will guide your way. Okay. 
And before we go any further, let's just clarify here. If we bring you this was a violin. Yes. You will put in my hands the planar gauntlet that was stolen from me. She says, I will ensure its return. Yes. So it won't be none of this nonsense. Like we come back and you're like, oh, hey, here's the person who's got it. Good luck. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) You are wise with these negotiations. I'm going to tie this whole thing in a fucking bow, Chris. (laughs) I can't help it. (laughs) She says, I will put the object in your hand. The planar gauntlet. Yes, the planar gauntlet that you seek, the one that you came here to recover. Will be put in my hand. Okay. So this violin that we're going to go get for you is equivalent to the work that you're going to put in to get the gauntlet, if any is needed, and the gauntlet itself. Yes, you will put the violin in my hand, and then I put the gauntlet in yours. That is the agreement. Do you agree to these terms? Any other caveats? Any other? I prefer my agreements simple and plain spoken. Less room for malicious interpretation. <laughs> I do not like that laugh. <laughs> um, I agree. Then it is settled. You'll bring me the violin, and I will bring you, I will put in your hand your gauntlet. God, that sounds so suspicious. Uh, She says, she reaches into a pouch and uh, pulls out what looks to be, uh, it's this little sphere with a, um, uh, inside of it's just like an arrow. Oh, okay. Like a compass. Yeah, like a magical compass. She says, this will not point north, but will always point to the violin. Okay. Sounds good. Um, do you mind if we sleep here somewhere tonight? <laughs> Out of character, do you actually want to sleep here? <laughs> no. Let's just sleep outside. We can just sleep outside, I guess. Okay, never mind. Top of the hill. <laughs> She says, um, I look forward to your return. Me too. Back away. <laughs> uh, the door opens back up. Get out. <laughs> it's now dark outside as you all make your way out. So everyone else is much less cautious and freak outy about these things. And I think it's a, a awesome little combination of the knowledge of the Feywild. That's never going to go away. And my own experience with corporate America, I'm never going to respond to these sorts of things in any other way because <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it makes sense for Lanith because I'm sure one of the classes at the Spire is like, <laughs> bargaining with Faye, colon, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but even, even Nithis is the same. Like, it's just Caitlin. I, I cannot <laughs> come to these situations with anything other than 
everybody's gonna try and fuck me over in a little bow. So as you look at the uh, as you look at this device in your hand, uh, the arrow is just pointed due east, mm-hmm. directly at the mountain. Mm-hmm. Okey doke. Well, as as we climb the stairs, I'm like I, I say, I'm pretty stoked. This is all involving some musical instrument. Yeah, you probably shouldn't play it. Yeah, no, definitely nobody's playing that violin. Who the fuck knows, right? <laughs> I mean, nobody knows, but we definitely have. I went through a ideas. whole semester of of classes involved in don't touch strange magical ob- objects. One of the whole semester classes was don't touch strange magical or potentially magical musical instruments. It's not good. Especially if you have something fast and you need to get there. I just like to imagine the lecture as you guys all get in and settle in and he's like, all right, magical instruments that you don't know the <laughs> abilities of. Don't do it. He pulls oh. down, he pulls down like a, a little thing. It just says no on it. <laughs> <laughs> he just points to the board and it just says, don't do it. <laughs> all right, class dismissed. <laughs> like every week there is another <laughs> instrument on the the table in the front of the room. Anybody, anybody, not any, touch any, it for any, an hour. anybody that picks it up gets an automatic F. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Uh, that, w- that would be a fun mini campaign, just uh, <laughs> Academy, uh, Aspire Academy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to ask have I ever been to the mountain at all? No. No. Is there's there no there's no there? there's no cities there it's it's treacherous uh it's a volcano are there like american level idiots who are like i'm gonna climb a mountain no because well they'd have to like <laughs> i know you guys are gonna hate hearing this they'd have to survive in the wilds <laughs> and anybody that can survive in the wilds is probably smart enough not to do that i was gonna say those those are the people who are probably just walking on the beaten path between towns right <laughs> that's that's the equivalent yeah okay all right we're gonna rest for the night mm-hmm. so you head back up to the cliff and make camp who's keeping watch i'll help him for the first watch so it's it's uh, is it like flatland to get to, and then we get to the hills, and then I'm wondering, do we still have the um, carriage, or is that um, the carriage? Yeah, I don't think we can take it through the forest, though. I don't think. Yeah, it's it's uncharted. There's no path. We're just going to be walking through wilderness. Right. And you, you you could take it back to Coriander if you wanted to. Oh, so is this is this all forest on the? On the, because we're directly to the west of Coriander, pretty much, right? Uh, yeah, the there's there's not. Um, I don't actually have like like it's lightly wooded. Uh, it's mostly uh, as the as further you get away from the coast, it's sort of uh, grassy prairie lands till you get to the foothills. Okay, I was thinking we could just use the carriage until we get to the foothills because it would be relatively flat. But yeah, I mean, if it's not forested, I thought it was all forest. Because I can, I can prepare to get my steed tomorrow if we want to, if we want to ride. Well, you guys have spectral horses. Why wouldn't your... you just ride in the carriage? Oh, um, I need stuff. Oh, do know. you need to go to Corander? Uh, no, I'm sorry, I was just looking at um, 
spells and material components in that. So if we go back to Coriander, I'll buy some stuff. If not, that's fine. Um, it's not required. I, I'll do second watch. I'm also looking through my... Also, that might actually save some time off your travels, too, is you can just go back to Coriander right away. That will get us closer? Just take the gear carriage back to Coriander and then head towards the mountain from there. Are, did we travel south yeah, or north? Actually. You traveled northwest. Okay. So yeah, oh, okay. it would, it would, it would went from like here to there. Mm -hmm. I see. I yeah. didn't mean to draw that. That's mm -hmm. fine. Clicked on the wrong tool. Yeah. And there are no uh, roads that lead to settlements closer to the mountain. Uh, mm, let me let me look at this and think for a sec. Well, if they did anyway, it would be coming. The road would be coming from Corander, probably right. Because it makes more sense for it to be, instead of going to a lighthouse in the middle of nowhere, to a city yeah. in the middle of nowhere, it'd be going we're, through spokes. We're going to Corander, right? Yeah. That's what you said? Yeah, yeah you that sounds like the best idea. Is we'll take the carriage and just go on the road back to Coriander. 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 Yes. Coriander. No, it's actually not the spice. It's just coriander. <laughs> no, I know. That's why I laughed. <laughs> um, if the small town we're going to in the foothills is Cinnamonburg, I think we're going to have problems. Well, it wasn't, but now it's going <laughs> to. All right. Um, yeah, I, 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 when I was running a campaign and this, people kept making fun of the name because it sounded too much like coriander. So... That's actually why yeah, it's but called. The that's actually you were playing with. Were... Yes, they were not great people. Uh, mm. th th that is uh, that is why it's called Spice Island. So <laughs> that was sort of a. That was just sort of me owning it. Um, let me just put some. Mm. Let me put some cities here on the map. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, do I have to worry about? Um, I've never worried about components before, but I don't have any components that are like serious. The only components you need to worry about are the ones that say that they cost money. Okay. Um, any any others you don't actually have to to worry about. Okay. Uh, all right. So, um, so there's tra there's traveling, um, and then let's see if I recall my Spazia geography. Then Jagger. down here, and then oracles over here. While he's working on that, Amanda, yes, use, um, like Procreate or Photoshops or something, right? Occasionally, yes. If you want, I can send you this. Oh, and I can color it in. Yep, I've gone through and basically traced all of Jason's original artwork so that you don't have to like color in the lines. You can just use layers to put color in, like not a peasant. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, send me that when you're done with it. Yes, yeah, I'm almost done. I'm going through and um, redarkening some lines right now just to make sure that everything pops right. Um, nice, nice, nice. One thing that I like that I was able to do, like you can see like on Kel's thing, how he's got all those shadows there. Mm-hmm. What I did... was I went back in and basically drew it without those. So it's a lot easier to color things in. Nice. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a lot better. It's pretty much all I've done for the last four days, despite the fact that I need to finish moving. (laughs) (laughs) Priorities, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really cool though. I'm pretty excited about it. Excuse me. Yeah, I just want to keep keep doing it forever and ever, you know, until I get so- obsessed with something else. I have no idea what that's like. <laughs> hey, oh. Made me think of that that I just dropped in the chat. That's what I did like <laughs> Friday night. Huh. Oh, okay. So there's the, there's the rest of the cities. Um, and then and there, this is going to make for some excellent audio later. So there's the road to traveling. Wada, wada, wada. The road Actually, they probably get that boat. So there. Oh, Chris, the quick note thing works on my iPad mini. Yeah. That's really cool. That's great. So that's uh that's kind of the road, that's the cities and the roads. So what's the blue thing? Roads. Uh, the, 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 from Jagger to Sable, they go by boat. There's no road. I was, I was like, crush, we gotta talk, babe. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a conversation. So there's really, I mean, there might be some small settlements, but not much on the inside of the island, right? Uh, right. There's actually, these are, I mean, there used to be smaller settlements, but those have gotten consumed by the wild. So these are really the only settlements. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, did the um, antiquarian tell us which side of the mountain the violin was on? Uh, let's assume that she did, <laughs> <laughs> um, and that it's the we- it is the west side, the western slope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, the mountain is also known as the Forlorn Peak, by the way. Oh, oh. That's inviting. Yeah. Um, all right, so we can head back to Corander and go west from there, or we could head up to Trevelane and go west from there. I'm struggling with names tonight. All right, east. That would be east. East. Yeah. Well, if we went up to Trevelane, we'd have to go all the way out. Are we at the actual point now? On. Yeah, you are currently uh, at that little tip. Uh, so we're right pretty there. equidistant between the two, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like- the advantage of coriander is that you could teleport there immediately with um, Brindley's tree step. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't oh, think yeah. about that. 
<laughs> Chris is. Never I'm always thinking that. about it, Matthew. Forever. <laughs> Why What's, you uh, your your ability to tree step. Transported by plants. <laughs> never gonna forget. <laughs> I have to think about it for everything now. <laughs> um, I was just reminding everybody that you could tree step back to coriander right away if you needed to. Hmm. That's uh, right. We should either we should either find or or plant a tree nearby. It's going to take a long time for it big enough to go through. That's true. Uh, yeah, you, there, there, there are trees nearby. It's. I will assume that since you've been here, that you can you can tree step back. Okay, so should we do that and then stay in Corander tonight? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Instead of staying in the wild again. Assuming Bren has that spell available. Oh yeah, that's a good question. I. Two, but. so we can. Hooray! <laughs> I but. feel a butt coming on. Yeah, was there a butt in there? No. No. I'm just okay. Just the usual butts. Just the regular butt. Okay. It was a. Uh, do I have it? I do. I was not properly jubilant uh, <laughs> about having it, <laughs> so it made it sound <laughs> cautious. <laughs> Um, and, if you, and Lana, if you know a, a nice tavern nearby uh, that is uh, that's got good accommodations and good food, nearby my house, yeah, perfect. Okay, cool. I will locate a an effective tree, an ideal tree, and then cast my spell, mm-hmm. and then tell to run. All right. So you all run through the tree and find yourself back uh, at that first tree you treed into in Coriander, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, there on Sweeney's Knoll. All right. So you walk back, walk back through the fancy disc part of town uh, and then back to Lannis part of town, um, which I believe was called Ironfoot. Was that correct? Uh, Iron Root. Iron Root. Iron Root. Something. All right. Uh, and uh, there is a. Um, so as you make your way uh, in there, uh, there's just a, uh, uh, a a little tavern called the Fang and Claw. Um, uh, that is uh, just a. Very a uh, I like yeah. it. <laughs> uh, it's uh, yeah. It's just you, Atlanta. If you notice as an as an establishment, it's like the bar that like. Everyone you know comes to it's good food, good music, good, good mm-hmm. lodgings. Um. Cool. This is a this is a good place to stay. Trustworthy. Good food. Uh, oh. There is a uh, large, um, kind of a chunky uh, 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 tabaxi with kind of a tuxedo coloring uh, behind the bar. <laughs> Named Duncan. Uh, sure. Fuck it. Yeah, his name is Duncan. <laughs> this is Duncan. He's my good friend, the bartender. I mean, I, I, I had another name, but I guess I guess we're gonna go with that one. Sorry. That's fine. Dun- Duncan's tending bar. Duncan Wood in the bar. He's a very good boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
And he nods. He says, hey, Lena, you playing tonight? No. One of these days, I'm going to get you. I can play. Who are you? Um, my name is Gwen. I'm a, I'm a paladin of Chalik, who I'm sure you've never heard of, but being far away from his normal grounds. He says, I, uh, can play, I can play lute. I can play violin, do a little little dancing, a little acrobatics. He looks at you, Landon, and he says, do you have trip? Have I heard Gwen play? Violin badly. <laughs> yeah, just the just the the violin enough to to produce the illusion of the sea creature. Well, didn't you pra- you practice with it too, didn't you? Yeah, I've been. Yeah. Well, but that's most just mostly just fingering as we were traveling. So. <clears throat> I see, <He> Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is um, not from Stasia. I, I don't know him well. Mm. He he's my new adventuring companion. He was not trained at, at the at the spire. He says uh, he, he looks at he looks at you eighty eight and you uh, Brindley is like so are you all a traveling troop or something? Do you all play? No. <laughs> no, I just use I usually play for you know entertain folks in the evening for a uh, room and board. Well, uh, you're certainly different than our usual uh, musicians, but uh, he says, uh, "Sure, why not? It's it's uh, it's a king's day. It's it's a slow night. <laughs> See what you can do. Great. It's a Monday, <laughs> fantasy Wednesday, actually. Oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He says, uh, and so what? Uh, uh, Drinks for for the lot of you, or yeah, yes, please. Have, uh, do you guys friendly? Will you drink an ale? Sure. Gwen, do you drink? Small. Um. Yeah, a l- little bit. Okay, three ales and a empty cup. You know, and whips it up. I I prefer whiskey. Thank Two you. ales, an empty cup, and a whiskey. <laughs> Uh, I'll pay for it. It's like what a gold, maybe five silver at best. I was gonna say if that. <laughs> I said a gold. And I was like, actually, no. It's probably a copper and ale. So <laughs> yeah, well, you're like, let's just throw out a silver for the generous tip that I'm sure you give them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So Gwen, what sort of music are you gonna play? Um. <sighs> Were were there uh, was there music in the um, book of old drift uh, entertainments? Because this is this is like a well, because this is like a city that's out of time, right? This whole island. Well, that was hundreds of years ago. It's had time. Oh, okay, though. so it's it's caught up. Yeah. Um, well, I think they're probably seafaring folk being out right on the count on the um, coast. So I'd start in with my usual shanties and see how it goes. All right. Let's roll a performance check. Oh, no. I'm going to use my inspiration. All right. <laughs> yes, burn it now. Oh, no. Oh, no. got <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same. That's what that it sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the bar, like you play, you... 
like it's not terrible but like n- nobody in the tavern is really paying you much mind <laughs> I finish oh. up my uh, my my set and I go sit down slug back my whiskey and it's oof rough night um uh, so oh, you did fine. There's like five people here. Nobody saw. <laughs> I am not up to my usual standards. I'm distracted thinking about the dick loop. What? Yeah, how do you oh. make a hundred thousand? Wait, that wasn't how much it was. It was expensive, though, right? It was un. It was a un un. Unnamed price relic, so I'm assuming sounds expensive. Yeah. Well, and the antiquarian doesn't really deal with, like I said, gold or currency. So, <laughs> and if it's actually real and not just an homage piece, then it's even more valuable than you'd think. All right. So you all, um, probably exhausted from the events of the last couple of days, have a few drinks. I'm guessing probably. Knowing the journey ahead, maybe retire early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I probably leave pretty early so I can mope in my own house and start picking up crap because <laughs> I'm real mad about it. Um, oh, we should have found, tried to find Bess. We could cash in our free drink. Hmm. Uh, you're actually probably here. Ahead. You're probably here ahead of her, to be honest. Yeah, oh, yeah that's, that's very true. <laughs> By like a week. <laughs> like a half, half, a half a day. Half a day. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, you all have a relaxing evening. 88. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what um, message do you send this that evening? Oh. All right. <laughs> we were all like, what's 88 done? <laughs> <laughs> What you up to, Matthew? Uh, Secrets. Nithis, this is 88. (laughs) We have agreed to undertake a mission in exchange for the item we need to rescue you. How are you doing? All right, Nithis. How am I doing? Uh, you and Mara have spent the day uh, just, uh, you know, Mara's trying to chisel the bars. Like, you did a lot of escape shenanigans yesterday. Uh, <laughs> uh, and maybe today or, you know, first there was sort of the uh, denial and the anger. <laughs> now you're more into just kind of uh, resignation. Maybe I don't know. How are you feeling? I guess. Let me ask you instead of... I- I imagine the anger phase lasted a little bit longer mm-hmm. than it, because I'm not accepting it. No. <laughs> um, I, I don't think you're acceptance yet. No. Be mad. Um, but I mean, what? It's been two days now. For uh, yeah, it's been. Um, let me just look here. <laughs> yeah, it's only been two goddamn days. <laughs> <laughs> Seven episodes later, you're, you made it Has to the afternoon. Three? Uh, you, Chief, uh, let me look. I've been here for three, but oh I'm no, it's been three. three. Yeah, it you, you've been, been trapped for two in the astral sea for three. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but I've only been actually been in prison for two. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, it's been two days and I've made every effort that I know to get out of here. Right. Yeah. <sighs> Nithis has an overabundance of control as compared to Caitlin. Mm-hmm. So she's going to think about this. <laughs> she's, she, Caitlin would be tearing the walls down and just like feeding herself bloody at the bars at this point. But Nithis would not do that. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess just like waiting for something to come up or trying to think of another way to escape mm-hmm. um, or waiting for this old ass bitch to come back and say something. Mm-hmm. Actually, have I tried talking to Enigma again yet? Uh, no, I don't think you have. Not since you've been... So I'm sure you have. What if... Uh... Um, well, once I got, like, reached pretty much the end of my maybe this will work list, I'd sit down and just, like, emote anger at him mm-hmm. for a while. I'm angry at myself. I know why this happened, but I'm still angry, and I'm going to share it. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to mentally frown at him very hard. <laughs> um, after some time, uh, you just hear a voice say, you seem angry, Kalash. <laughs> I am angry. I'm stuck in a goddamn cage. Where are you? In a cage? What? Sorry. <laughs> uh, how did you end up in a cage? Do you hear him? Mm-hmm. It's like a whole conversation. Come on. Hold on. Ugh. I thought I talked to him the other day. Doesn't he know I'm in a prison? I didn't think you had. I thought you talked to Mara a bunch. Um, Maybe I might not have. I very much might not have. You big baby. Uh, he says, um, who was in prison? You. Uh, Keth. One of my supposed ancestors, who's a Gisari, by the way. Did you know that? Of course. Just saying, some more Sharon might be in order here. You, you never asked. Enigma. <laughs> it's been um, in prison by someone who's one of my ancestors and is apparently still alive. I will see if I can make contact with Mara. Mara's in the same cell! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mr. Enigma All-Powerful, what the fuck's your next step for this one? Because I've tried every goddamn thing. And then I'm just going to let like a video of everything that I've tried today just like <laughs> through my mind directly <laughs> at him aggressively. <laughs> Nithis has been treated very kindly by Enigma, so she's lost a lot of fear. <laughs> he just says, uh, I've, I never claimed to be omnipotent or omniscient. You definitely implied, sir. I did not correct your assumptions. <laughs> I know! That's the same as implication! <laughs> I'm getting way too over the top. Caitlin's angry. Nithis wouldn't be acting this way. <laughs> In her head, she might a little bit, but I need to reel well, it back in. <laughs> I will look into some things. I'll be back in touch. Thank you. 
Um, a couple hours later, you get that message from 88th. And it was, how am I doing? They're on a mission. It's going to take several days. How are you doing? Uh, still in a cage. The contact Enigma gave me is here too. Is it 15 words? 25. 25? Okay. You still got 13 left. Yeah. Very, very frustrated and unable to escape. Hurry. Cool. <laughs> Nithis just wants everyone to be aware. <laughs> this isn't something that needs to like be on the back burner. This is a now situation. <laughs> All right. Any response to that, idiot? I am sorry to hear that. Is there anything I can do to help? Would you like a Sudoku puzzle, perhaps? <laughs> Uh, thank you, 88, or is your name one? One, thank you, 88. If you have a puzzle to send, <laughs> then you'd be able to get me I await news. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how many words that was. I think it was 15. Or is it supposed okay. to be 25? 25. Oh, well then I await your arrival or something like that. I don't know. All right. Idiot will reply with a Sudoku description. <laughs> not mental chess we're going to play mental sudoku <laughs> nine There's... by nine grid he'll tell you like four numbers that have been filled in already and let you do the rest nice all right Ooh, only four that's a really hard fucking sudoku you got plenty of tasks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right uh, the next, the next day. Before bed, I wanted to do something. Yeah. Um, I want to sit in the middle of the floor in the room that I have, and I want to cast divination. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna pull out uh, some nice little stones and pretty feathers and stuff an incense as an offering. And I am going to ask um, do any or does any creature, well, which, which god are you asking this of? Um, what's her face? <laughs> that one. Oh, oh what's her face? <laughs> <laughs> Showing her the reverence and respect that what's her face deserves. What's your face? Which 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 uh, domain? Like which uh, I can help you out here. Um, I know my, which my one. It, 
is I want I can I'm just looking at the the Dinbora Dinbora um Tukakwana no uh Asherian because I am Mm. uh Circle of Dreams oh great Mm. oh that's the fun one to divination on I'm going to ask Does any entity guard the violin in its in, in its enclosure? I don't know. <laughs> in its place, in its tree. <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. So, give it to me just one more time. It, you're asking. Basically, I'm asking if there's an entity that's directly guarding the uh, the violin, the kinder hearts. <laughs> he has to go to physical notes. Oh no. Makes me nervous that it's the start of a question. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Please continue to hold. Your adventure is very important to us. All right. So you um so you you you're there in the middle of the floor, you ask your question, you've got kind of some you said like incense and yeah, some like druid chopsticks. Some druid stuff going on. Uh you, you put this question out and feel your eyelids getting heavy uh, as you slumber off. Um, you find yourself uh, in, you know, Brinley's like childhood bedroom, but it's not Brinley's childhood bedroom. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah. Like Brinley's childhood bedroom, if it was new Brindley's the whole time like so take away the uh take away like all the like suburban <laughs> suburban Brindley mm-hmm. stuff and you know it's a little more uh cold and uh barren um and uh you are playing a small violin made of ice uh practicing your scales uh, and as you play this music uh you find yourself floating out of your body as the music keeps playing uh, and you find yourself in a volcano. Uh, You are the magma uh, as it it explodes into the air. Uh, You turn into the ash that rains over the, uh, as it rains over the landscape. Uh, and as you fall to the ground, the music's still playing. This just this somber, almost dirge of a song. The particulates that make up yourself fall into the ground uh, and you turn uh, from ash into soil uh, and then into trees. Um, and you feel yourself growing tall and strong in the, in the breeze. Uh, and from where you're from where you're swaying into the breeze, all the multitudes of you as trees, there's one tree, a dark tree in the center. And as 
you look at this tree, you feel yourself being chopped down repeatedly uh, as little as parts of you get turned into little huts that surround this black tree. Uh, and you see people that are not a part of you, just people uh, holding hands in a circle around this tree uh, as they build their little huts. And more and more of the little ones come all the time, cutting down more of you uh, as it turns to fall and you turn into the leaves and fall to the ground and wake up. That's unsettling. <clears throat> okay. And as you wake up, just the little violin dirge plays just a little longer into your consciousness before fading away. It, this is how divination is supposed to happen though, right? No. It depends on the god. So I was going to say. Oh. So she's divining from Asherian, the god of dreams. Oh, okay. Whereas, you know, when, when um, 88 cast his divination spell, it was from Inca. And so he got his message more literally made from like molten slag. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yes or no would have worked. <laughs> the track of my neck. Falling asleep, seeing up, sleeping uncomfortable. And uh, then I'm going to bed. Christopher, mm -hmm. would you say that I have seen this giant black tree? <laughs> I love you for asking. <laughs> Never uh, again. Um, but you, as you reach your magical self out into the plant ether, you realize it was a metaphorical tree and not an actual tree. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure. I I have to be careful when I talk about trees from now on. <laughs> That's something I never thought I'd have to worry about. What kind of trees am I talking about? The vegetation. That's a concern. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go to bed. All right, you go to bed. Uh, and have peaceful slumber, pleasant dreams. Cool. Um, all right. The next morning is the fourth of bright. Is midweek. Um, I will get up earlyish, and I would like to go to the spire. Um, <clears throat> to look. It's called the Kinder Heart. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd like to go um, talk to like a librarian there or something like that. And I'll leave a note at the claw and fang, fang and claw to let them know where I'm going and that I'll meet them back here at like 10 a.m. or something like that. Sure. <clears throat> All right. So while you're doing that, what are the rest of you doing as you get up? Um, I'm going to come down for breakfast. And when 88, I just, I join 88, 88's up all night. When mm -hmm. Gwen joins us, I'm going to tell them about casting divination and the dream slash message, dreaming message I got. That seems a highly ambiguous answer. Yeah, I love so too. <laughs> I'm just going to take it as a yes. So we can just, you know, be prepared. If we think it would be beneficial, I can cast a legend lore spell to tell us more about the Kinderheart. Mm, that would be cool. Yeah, it'd be worth a shot. 
I will need to procure some uh, material components in that case. What do you need? 250 gold worth of incense and four ivory slips worth 50 gold each. Okay, I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could do some um, shopping though. Yeah. If you want to go shopping, come back at around 10 to meet Slana here. <laughs> That sounds good to me. Too. Okay. So you go pick up the material components you need for the legend lore spell. Uh, and uh, Nithis does her own sort of legend lore, or not Nithis, um, Lanith does her own sort of legend lore snooping. All right. So Lanith, throw me uh, an investigation check with advantage and then... 88, you have no problems getting the material components. Uh, let me just take a quick look at the spell description. We still have a lot of money in group funds. Can we? Yeah, we have 15,000 gold and 2,200 platinum. All right, can we take 450 out of that to pay for the spell components? Yes. Thank also, while we are shopping, I want to trade uh, 300 of the gold that S gave me into diamond. Just re-up those diamonds, and yeah, then, you, that's something you should be able to do without problem. And then, is there maybe just like you know a really nice looking fancy bowl or chalice around that seems like I can afford it more or less? You know, like a thousand gold. <laughs> what's what's the I don't I remember it's a component for some spell, but what's is it for? Lead is it for heroes fees? Yeah, yeah, you could. I'd say you can find that if you. If oh, I have that too. FYI. Nice. Lanith does. And I think uh, I have two of those. So we've got plenty of that that we can spend if we need it. You have two of the bowls or two or the two spell? The two of the bowls. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah, Chris, well, I would have money. Too. I was like, well, all right. <laughs> I'm also I'm hard living in a relatively large city. I can afford this. Yeah. Said Caitlin living in Seattle while she bought things she didn't really need. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also buying a bunch of stuff. I'll tell you what the total is when I'm done. What are you buying? Anything of note? No, well, no, just um, uh, material supplies for the few spells that require anything other than. Um, all right. As long, yeah, if it's, if you should be able to find it unless it's something pretty exotic. I'll let you use your better judgment on that. Holy water and powdered silver is the only thing I've run across. So, yeah, both of those are pretty easily procurable. All right. So, Lana, it looks like you got a fourteen. Yeah, nothing great. Um. And so, I would say that um, Lanith, uh, using your connections at the spire. Um, you probably you you go to the history department um, and uh, and you know work with uh, maybe some contacts you have there um, and uh, after you know a few hours of research uh, you're not able to find much. The strange thing is is you find a dictionary uh, from this was uh, pre. Uh, not only pre-calamity, but pre-cataclysm. So this is from like 
back in the Televian days. Uh, and so this isn't the actual dictionary that you're looking at, but like a translated copy of it. Uh, and uh, Kinderheart uh, was um, a word that meant uh, a gift that seems nice, but is hollow. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um, 88. Yes. Um, <clears throat> you uh, you legend cast legend lore about um, the Kinderheart violin. Kinderheart violin. All right. Um, a shit ton of incense. Uh, yeah, describe like so this is the first time you've cast the spell. Like, what's this look like? Is it just um, <clears throat> um you probably go to uh, either Bryn or Gwen's room, set out the um, ivory strips, have a sensor, burn the incense, and uh, pray to because uh, it's 10 minute casting uh, pray to Inca for knowledge of this uh, item crafted and shaped into the form of a violin um, yeah alright um, so as you sit here and focus on the incense uh, the mists swirl and coalesce um, and uh, you get the uh, following information. Um, uh, where's this at? Uh, the finest work from the finest wood from the heart of an old willow tree the kinder heart was carved for children, you see. Passed down from royal hand to royal hand as the children grew. But the kinder heart had more power than any of them knew. One picked it up, a young youth named Jean. Revolution she began greater than any ever seen. For her efforts, the monarchy did not fall. And for her failure, she was burned, violin and all. I share that with Bryn and Gwen. You put that in the chat. <laughs> I just made it up, so I'm gonna have wow. to. I'm gonna have to go back and put it in the chat later. Okay. It's that, never good. When that was off related. the dome. Nice. Never good. good when something related to kids comes with a creepy rhyme where people die. It's really also never good when we're going to find trying to find something that was burned with a person. Yeah. I mean, imagine. Of course, it'd be fine. Something named Gene tried to foment a revolution. Didn't work. They were burned along with the violin, perhaps in the volcano itself. 
Yeah. Is there like a bookstore with like a really like quick local history book that I can thumb through and see if I find anyone in Um yeah, you you do and uh you you look at history, you look at you thumb through all the indexes, you like flip through a couple of books and you find no mention of this of this revolutionary named Gene. Do we still have a little more time for a little more shopping? Yeah. Yeah. Can I just ask around to see if anyone has any um uh oh Sean, use your words. Um uh, magical no magical um studded leather um yeah that's actually i mean that's i'm sure that's something they would have here what what uh on the altair scale what uh what sort of potency are you looking for for this how much would a plus two be and then how much would a plus one be <laughs> all right um uh, a plus one would be five thousand, and a plus two would be like twenty-five thousand. All right, I think that's out of the realm of possibility. Um, yeah, magical armor is a little more expensive than they're always a tier up from the weapons. Like plus one weapons are uncommon; plus one armor is rare. Oh, okay. Alrighty, um, Amanda, you want to take four hundred off of the party bag? miscellaneous supplies no but i will <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh mm. after after some legend loring uh and um shopping and librarying y'all get back together at the fang, fang and claw around 10 a.m uh and uh, is there anything else you guys want to do before you take off on your on your journey? Uh, I has a question. <clears throat> uh, what is Gwyn's dex modifier? It's a lot. Plus five. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I was looking for a studded lever only. Okay. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Just, um, just a point of order. The only time we have to worry about... Um, components is if they have a gold cost in the spell description correct right? yeah. Okay. yeah otherwise you can use a focus or i assume you have it or whatever we've been doing a lot of teleportation circle which is pretty expensive honestly <laughs> luckily yeah luckily that's luckily you have those um fixed uh <laughs> objects that you can use usually yeah saves that saves a lot of money I'm going to start casting sleep a lot because the component is a cricket. So I'll be chasing crickets around. Why are you going to start yeah. casting sleep? They're fun. I don't know, just it's entertaining. Oh, okay. It's entertaining um, that the material component is a cricket. <laughs> yeah, there's some, a lot of those material components are like little winky jokes. Like um, Tasha's hideous laughter, I think, is like a feather. Mm, yeah. That's funny. There's a, one of them is a forked twig. It's like... <laughs> All right. So, um, what's the uh, what's the travel plan? You just gonna head uh, do? Uh, I guess that would be northeast, north northeast, north. Um, northeast. actually, 
<laughs> uh, if anyone's amenable to it, I can give us a little speed boost on our way up the mountain. And we can travel as the crow flies. Are you going to use oh. the... Um, the Woodwalk? Yeah. Oh. We, yeah. You turn yeah. in the clouds and... Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, that's sweet. Chris is going to go home tonight and read more about druid stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, no, that one I knew about. Um... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um... <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, is that is that how you're gonna primarily travel? You think? Not primarily. You can cast it like what? Once a day, and it lasts an hour. Well, once a day, and it lasts eight hours. Oh, wow! The full day of travel at whatever okay. speed. Pro speed. That's great. Yeah, we only use it when I want to burn my one level six spell without thinking mm-hmm. I'll need another one. Okay, so um, do you use it the first day, I guess, is the first question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, give me just a moment here. Spells, trip. <laughs> there is a sudden storm. You're blown apart. Nobody can roll a druid. <laughs> <laughs> you guys think, you know, like, this is fine. I don't have to, like, roll random encounters. You can just... <laughs> This isn't a bad thing for me. <laughs> um, I think we're just like imagining that it is. <laughs> so you have a speed of 300 feet. Um, there's um, give me just a moment. So there's 300 feet. That's per um, only actions. So a dash action. So you're actually moving 600 feet around. Um, is it 10 rounds per minute? Yep. So that's 6,000 feet per minute. <laughs> that is... Are we just there? That's like six... You guys are literally flying at like 60 miles an hour. Um, give me a moment. <laughs> Honestly, I'd say just whatever our, our normal traveling distance would be for a day, just multiply it by 10. Because we're moving at 10 times speed. Yeah, that's that's a good. That's a much easier way of doing this, Matthew. Thank you. <laughs> that's why usually twenty four mile or what is it like twenty four miles a day? I think thirty. I don't know. I thirty might be aggressive. Okay, let me just go where the rulers are. Yeah, I like that. Alexa, how many miles can a person walk in one day? No, D and D actually has a specific rule for it. At an average walking speed of three miles per hour, an able-bodied man or woman can cover 72 miles in 24 hours of uninterrupted walking. Oh, Alexa, stop. 24 hours, though, Susan. Yeah. Uninterrupted 24 hours. Way to answer the question while totally missing the question. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's normally 24 miles a day. Um, <laughs> so you would be able to go 240 miles. Alexa's um, like, why can't somebody go 24 <laughs> hours uninterrupted? Why human? <laughs> okay, well. We've arrived. Uh, halfway through your day, you the mountain gets closer and closer. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Thank and you. And then Chris never let another druid into his case. Druids are fine. Thank you for flying druid air. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe the left. We will hand and burn a flight attendant outfit. Uh, well, I will say though that it's it's a big mountain and you have to have the compass. So yeah. what you do not have when you're in gaseous form because you're a cloud. <laughs> true. No, we'll just have to really get close but to we can, it and then we can get to the foot. base of the mountain. Yep. Then, yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. So or to the top. That actually might be the easier thing to do. So you Yeah. Um, um can you communicate with each other while you're flying? No. No. Hmm. Can we all stay together? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't see each other. We're not invisible. We're just. All right. Um, so who's leading? I'm guessing probably Lana, since you're the local. Um, it's up to you. Where do you want to sit down? Base of the mountain, top of the mountain, halfway between. You can um, see when you get close, you can see the caldera. Um, it, how, it, how is the top of the mountain like Mount Rainier? You can't breathe? Um, less. It's more like Mount St. Helens. Well, it's actually pretty tall, but the, so there's a caldera and then there's a large peak that overdoes it and shadows it. So yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I guess then if it's safe to, um, <clears throat> cause like on Mount St. Helens, you can see the big bowl and then the top of the peak. Like if there's somewhere on the side that's higher than the caldera. Yeah. That looks yeah so yeah, you could definitely land, like, it's not like you can breathe at the caldera. So okay. it's, it's, it's interesting because, like, when the mountain exploded, like, half of it seemed to have gone, and then the other half is still there. So, mm -hmm. yeah, which is why it's yeah. called the Forlorn Peak. Mm -hmm. it's... So, I mean, I would also try to find some place where we would have cover because it's going to take us some time to come out of this form, right? It takes a minute, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So somewhere where there's some, I don't know, trees or coverage or, or anything where we could be Okay. Slightly hidden. All right. So, um, yeah. So I'd say, okay. So I'd say the tree line probably extends up to the caldera. It's probably not past it on that peak. So, um, do you want to be at the edge of the caldera, at the bottom of the mountain, or like halfway between? Um, I mean, I would want to be closer to the caldera. Okay. All right. So you, you, uh, wisp down, uh, uh, towards the edge of the caldera and find like a thick copse of trees to wisp into um, and uh, spend a minute coalescing. <laughs> Coalesce. Uh, it's for those, this is I think everybody's first time wind walking. It's very strange. <laughs> Brindley, maybe even a little unsettling for you considering you were a bunch of particulate matter in a dream you just had yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little weird. Um, and here you are once again, particulate matter. Uh, same place. Same place, yeah. Um, and here you are once again, particulate matter. <laughs> I just want to call out the weirdness of that sentence. Uh, it's almost like the dream was prophetic or something. Um, all right, so you uh, you land um, uh, and... Uh, reform and find yourself in this thick copse of trees in the middle of the wilderness. You pull out your compass and it points uh, uh, from where you're at uh, north and down a little bit. It's actually a three-dimensional compass. So it, oh. it points, you realize you're a little, little bit above it, but 
Um, okay. You all can start following it pretty easily. Um, what type of trees are around us? Uh, these are kind of like, uh, these are like conifers, like evergreens. Mm -hmm. um, do they match the tree trees in your dream? Yes, they do. Uh, these are the trees that you grew up into. Mm. I guess I said you had leaves. So some of the, there's probably a mix of, <laughs> there's probably a mix of coniferous and deciduous. Okay. Well, I guess we start walking then. Check that I'm still all here. Mm -hmm. um, now, um, are you traveling normally or are you going to travel slowly and stealthily? Um, probably... I can cast travel without a Ah. Pass without trace. Pass without trace. Travel without case. I think we should probably go slowly and quietly, don't you guys? Um, yeah, let's be safe. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. So uh, you spend the rest of the day walking. Um, and I'd like all of you to roll me uh, stealth checks as you do so. It's plus yeah. 10, right? And um, can no, we no, are because Brindley, are you actually casting that? It only lasts an hour. Uh, no, because I do not actually have it prepared. <laughs> okay. And, and I thought I did. As as we travel, can we try to kind of zigzag a little bit? Why? Um, because if we're so if we're traveling in one direction and that's the direction that the um, uh, the compass points, if we move from side to side along that plane of travel and the and the compass moves perceptibly we can tell how close we're getting to it by the, the yeah. distance it moves it's not a bad idea all right so um after a, all right 21 24 24 stealth, stealth. uh Brent, you get for your stealth <laughs> Why did anyone else bother? I'm a big clunky metal man. <laughs> yeah. uh, what about you, Gwen, and you, Brindley? Uh, Fourteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it's a little trompy as you guys make your way through the woods. Uh, after about four hours, though, you start to see the um, the arrow and the balls moving pretty... You guys think you're getting close because as you get the arrow and the ball starting to move a little more as you do your zigzag. Is it still pointed downward? Uh, no, you've got, you get, like, you actually shouldn't have to go down too far oh. to get on the level with it. Um, okay. Uh, and uh, uh, so as you get close, um, you actually start to hear the sounds of people. Do we want to? Maybe now you cast Pat. Oh, you don't, you didn't take it. No. no. Ah. Do we, do we want to? Um, while we're relatively far away from people, rest um, before we get into a situation where we might have conflict. Um. I mean, Brinley is, is down her biggest spell. Yeah, well, I was also going to say, if we had, instead of stopping where we're at, if we back up a ways, um, I could... Do I get spells back at the end of a short rest? Uh, no, I don't believe no. so. Okay. We'd have to take a long rest if I wanted to take back our spells. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the question then. Do we want to backtrack, take a long rest? 
I can cast Hero's Feast since I have two bowls. Um, and then Brinley and I can both long rest so that we get our biggest spells back. And Hero's Feast lasts for 24 hours? Yeah. I believe so. Yep. Are we expecting a fight? I don't know. We might need wisdom shit. There's some weird ass uh, <laughs> violin that possesses children potentially or not. Yeah, all wisdom saving throws with advantage. I and think- and I a hit point max increase and uh, yeah. immunity to poison. And fright. And fear. Well, you're already immune. Oh my God, why are you all talking to me? If you're within 10 feet of me, you're already immune to fear. So, yeah, but 10 feet isn't a long way unless you all want to get fireballed at once. <laughs> you know, it's not a good. <laughs> it's not exactly a good strategy if you might be going up against the real thing. Yeah. Plus, the hero feast would stop it, Duncan. Everybody. I mean, I'm not worried about the money. If that's the concern, I'm more than willing to go ahead and burn this. <laughs> For no, characters, burn I mean, at the rate you guys are burning through plot, you guys will be done with Lanneth in like an episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not much time left for Lanneth. Um, <laughs> if we want to do that, sure. Bren, you can make your like shadow bubble for mm-hmm. us to rest in. Oh, yeah. There we go. Nice. Because that's like impermeable or something, right? No, it just makes you really, really hidden, stealthy, and that's a good idea. People can't see in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Well, let's backtrack it a little bit then and find some like copes to kind of hunker down in. Yeah. And I'll cast Heroes Feast. And I will create my hearth of moonlight and shadow. Oh, everybody gets 10 HP. Nice. Oh, nice. nice. Is it temp? 10. Uh, no, it actually increases your hit point maximum by 10 for 24 hours. It's oh. different than temp. Um, How do we do that? Unfortunately for 88. Uh, override max, <laughs> oh, that's true. max I don't HP. Eat. Yeah, I... I mean, he could, like, I could give him some oil. Like, it's it's a magical feast. I'm prone to allow it, but I leave it up to you, Matthew. Hold on a second. A great feast, including magnificent food and drink. What if you just like roll around in it? <laughs> just like splash it on yourself? No, I mean, I think that's my question then. Like a maintenance sort of thing that a Warforged would do, like oiling your joints that sort of thing i don't know you're a magical construct so you probably don't actually need to do that but also in man him so i guess the question is it never actually says says partakes of the feast i uh, by by enjoying yeah, just like our camaraderie do it. Yeah. <laughs> food for the soul friendship is food for the soul <laughs> like I like I think we can justify it, but I leave it like I said, I leave it up to you, Matthew, if you would like it or not. I mean healing spells work on you, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. or it's such it's such a magical experience that um he actually can eat it. 
I don't think he wants to go down that path again. He was real freaked out by uh, by that calamity land. Uh-huh. Oh, now yeah. I'm picturing it like the like the feast and the hook. Oh, with the imaginary food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for for eighty eight, it appears as um, just a just a giant smorgasbord of. Um, small crafted objects that he can pick up and, and <laughs> examine and enjoy. All right. Or uh, like a temporary symbol that you could solder onto your arm or something and 24 hours it falls off. Right. Can we pie him in the face and then he has <laughs> That seems mean. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if this is going to... <laughs> Since it's not going to come up tonight, I'm guessing, give me a week and I'll think about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Pie in the face. All right. And do you guys take a long rest? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what, uh, 88, what do you, what do you tell Nithis that evening? Mythos, this is 88. We have made good time, thanks to Bren. We are nearing the end of our assignment. How are you today? Chris, how am I today? <laughs> same, same as yesterday. Okay, okay. Still in a cage. Really glad to hear it's going so fast. Give Bryn and Gwen oh, my regards. Hurry, please. <laughs> and I once again go back to staring grumpily at that skull. <laughs> <clears throat> Do you need a hint for the Sudoku or perhaps <laughs> a new puzzle? New puzzle, please. <laughs> All right. He will send her a new puzzle. I, right. I, I trace it out on the wall. Have Mara work on it with me. Since yeah. We're both probably bored out of our fucking minds. You are very bored. <sighs> very angry. <laughs> That's probably also something you do, like Maybe maybe during this day, Mara's like, she's like, I'm feeling cooped up. Let's spar, and oh, yeah. so you guys, you guys just start sparring with each other just to kind of keep the exercise up. And be careful; it never goes well. <laughs> Do what? Sparring when you're being cap- when you're captured and imprisoned it makes people cranky. <laughs> um. Also, at some point she's definitely just going to start casting firebolt out the window just hoping to get some attention yeah just pissed off mostly but you know what maybe something will happen i don't fucking care anymore fireball mm-hmm. no uh firebolt not fireball <laughs> all right all right the next the next morning the fifth of bright uh you all wake up in your shadow copes well rested and in good spirits from your hero's feast um do you uh, make your way back over to where the people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, Slowly and carefully, we want to look at them from far away. Mm-hmm. All right. I kind um, of restaged that. I saw, you know, people beginning to come into a community, and I'm not sure if it was like they're actually bad things that could kill us, or if it's just like, you know, people suck in nature. All right. So you, um, I'm guessing you probably took Pass Without Trace today. Uh, yes, I haven't actually changed my spells out, but yes, I will definitely take that. And so I'm assuming you probably cast it for this. Yes. All right. So you all are much more stealthy this time as you approach. Um, and yeah, uh, you you go through the wilds soundlessly and nearly invisibly. And as you peek your head, um, you come to, you come to a clearing. As you peek your head through it, uh, yeah, you see um, there is this. Uh, <laughs> large um old looking ancient looking willow tree uh in the uh like just uh towering over the rest of the surrounding trees and uh around it are um a probably about a dozen or so huts um and uh you see people uh kind of going about their morning thing um but uh probably about half of them since it's still early in the morning are on their knees and appear to be praying to the tree. And that is where we're going to end the session for today. There's a big blackened tree like in Bryn's vision. It is is kind of like uh, ash colored. And is it actually like a willow tree and a willow tree should not be here? Yeah, it's very out of place. Okay. Don't feel great about stealing a village's god <laughs> type of thing. Yeah, I mean it's probably for the best since it seemed like a very very shady object, and they probably it is shady. It's a tree. Yeah, uh... we're not stealing a tree though. We're stealing a violin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just you know the soul inside the tree potentially. I mean this cat. Oh, oh my god, it's your bartender. All right, uh, everybody good for next week? Yep. Um, hold on. Dunky, you want to get me some more wine? <laughs> next week, yes. The week after, potentially no. Yeah, because the week after that, you'll be in Illinois, right? Yeah, I'm leaving on the 6th. Hi, puppy. Cool. Aww. I love you, too. Oh, thank you.